This is episode number 55 of Two Grownups and a Mouse. In today's episode, we will be talking about our pass holder preview experience at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge in Hollywood Studios in Florida. Everything Disney in and out of the house. Hi there, I'm AJ. I'm Andrew. And you are listening to Two Grownups and a Mouse. The podcast. The podcast. And you can also find us on YouTube, so it's a video cast. But you can find us on your favorite podcast system, Google Play, Spotify, Apple iTunes, you name it, we're there. Two Grownups and a Mouse. Everything is Two Grownups and a Mouse, except for our website, which is twogrownupsandamouse.com. I think we should probably get into it, because I think we have a lot to talk about today. I think we do. Yeah. So... Most people probably know that Galaxy's Edge has already opened up in California, in Disneyland. Mm -hmm. However, in Florida, Galaxy's Edge is not yet open to the public. That's right. And there seem to have been three different previews. One for Hollywood Studios cast members, one for general cast members, mm. and one for pass holders. Or not three, at least three. Yeah. That, I guess that's a better way to put it. There were a couple more because I, I heard, I read a story that there was a, you know, a special VIP for certain Florida politicians and uh, there was another one for some some sort of charity event. So right, so they've been a few. They've separated them this yeah. way. No one preview is going to be too busy. We ended up going to dinner on Saturday night at Disney Bureau Beach, and the head chef there, who was very nice, I didn't catch her name, but she was very nice. Uh, we talked to her for a little bit. She went to the general cast member preview. Mm -hmm. So we went to a pass holder preview because since we do go very often, we did opt for a high, higher level pass. Right. And on or about July 25th, they did send out emails to Platinum, Platinum Plus, and Premier Pass holders. So if you are a pass holder and you did not get an email, then you might want to look at your level and that might explain why. Well, they probably they probably just split them up. That that is possible as well because the email that I saw was for our level. So, right. and it said if you wanted to invite a guest, they had to be in your friends and family, and they also had to have that same level pass. Right. So, we opted to go Sunday, August eighteenth, and we had a time slot of three p.m. till seven p.m. However, they did let us in at two thirty. Yeah. I'm not sure what time they started letting people in. Um, it seemed that there were a lot of people going in ahead of us. So I, I am not making any promises. I'm just telling you what we saw. It's possible they were letting people in as early as like an hour earlier because they knew that people will probably line up at three o'clock and right. you know they wanted to make sure to get everyone through. So yeah. like I said, they let us in at 2.30. Mm -hmm. Ogus Cantina, the bar, Yep, it was open. It was. We did not get to experience that. No. That is something that they said you really needed advanced reservations for. Though we do, we did see a line outside. There was a line outside, and actually, I think our fast pass allowed for it, but we just didn't want to wait either. So, because it was, it was not a short line. <laughs> right, but we actually so. have reservations. Yeah, we do for, for for an upcoming trip. Right. So we decided instead of spending our time waiting online just to go into a bar, that we would save that for a future visit. So yep. we did not get to experience Oga's. Mm -hmm. But I'm sure that it's really nifty. Um, who did I talk to? I think it was one of the cast members we were talking to said that it looks just like the bar in the original movie. Right. So yeah. that's really exciting. I'm looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. 
They also had Savi's workshop, the hand-built lightsabers. Yep. And that also needed advanced reservations. Yeah, we tried to get in the, into that, but the, it was basically we had to come back in 30 minutes to an hour just to find out if we could get into a waiting list. So we decided not to wait for that. Yeah, not to not to find out if we could get in, to right. find out if we could get added to the list because they right. weren't adding any more people at that time because it was so backed up. That's right. And the, basically the way they handled that, if we understood it correctly, was you could register, let's say, a party of four that wanted to go in there. Mm-hmm. However, at least one of that party of four had to build a lightsaber. Right. You, and then once you, you didn't have to pay at that moment, but when you went back to Savi to check in, you had to pay up front. Right. Right. If you look online, you can find out because they actually do kind of a theaterish experience with building a lightsaber because it's themed as a junkyard or a junk shop where you happen to build a lightsaber, and there's a whole whole process to it. If you look online, you can you can find other people that have done it and videoed it or photo photographed it. Uh, so, but that's that's the reason why it's so it's limited time you know so they can they can push a lot of people through but there's there's a little it's more than just walking into a store and picking something up and saying this is mine yeah and we weren't that upset that we couldn't get in because we found plenty of other things to spend our money on oh yeah anybody that is watching the youtube will see that both andrew and i are sporting our pass holder t-shirts that we just bought that's right at galaxy's edge now if you're a pass holder but not able to get into Galaxy's Edge, you can still get this pass holder T-shirt because we actually bought this on Hollywood Boulevard or Sunset yeah. Strip. Which yeah, there was a couple of stores that were offering the. This is the 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 pre-opening uh, of Galaxy's Edge stuff, uh, or as as the cast member said that all these things all say Galaxy's Edge on it, and then you know like the date. Uh, you know, this is basically fall or something. Yeah, it says opening 2019. And then, but all the stuff that you buy in Galaxy's Edge is all themed towards Galaxy's Edge. Right. So it doesn't actually say Galaxy's Edge on it. Right. It says the name of the store, the name of the planet, the name of the area, the name of the whatever, but it didn't say Galaxy's Edge. But again, we did not buy this. These shirts we're wearing inside of Galaxy's Edge. We did buy them the same day. We did buy them inside Hollywood Studios, Mm -hmm. but you don't don't worry if you don't get to go to a preview or if you get there and it's really busy and you can't get into that section of the park they still have plenty of merchandise available and actually the way we saw it was we were walking down the street and we saw a cast member holding a sign that said event merchandise right we kind of had a feeling that that's what it would be but we still went over to her and said what event merchandise Mm -hmm. (laughs) what events going on and she's like oh it's galaxy's edge oh okay we're going to that we have the the preview and that's when she explained to us well this merchandise says galaxy's edge that merchandise doesn't right so again you can you can get this you can also purchase they were selling pass holder magic bands yep limited edition pass holder magic bands and mm-hmm. limited edition magic bands if you were not a pass holder right <clears throat> excuse me so you can still get uh galaxy's edge magic bands and there were some pins uh, right, they had other shirts, pass holder pins, regular pins, lots of shirts. I think right. they had a couple of hats. Yeah, hats, at that store. Uh, maybe a jacket or two, but yeah, they had they had quite a bit of merchandise. So yeah, and I know inside of Galaxy's Edge they had bags. 
There was a yes. red bag that I really liked, but I have a lot of bags, so I didn't need it and I didn't purchase it. <laughs> but I might have a picture of it somewhere. Right. Um, Droid Depot was open. Do you know how much those were? Uh, they're $99.99. Right. We forgot to go into that store. Was there a long line? And that's. There was a long line in that store. There, basically, because we went on a Sunday in the afternoon, there was basically a line for everything. Uh, mm, yes and no. Um, some things had longer lines than others. Right. Well, uh, yeah, all the, all the all the specialty stuff had basically a long line. It, it was probably, you know, a 30 or 40 minute line to get into Droid Depot, which is kind of, it, it's similar-ish to the lightsaber thing. You go in, you can build your own droid. Uh, it's $99 to start. And then if there's little extras you can buy. I was showing you the pictures of, you can buy different decal sets or different panels or different, uh, personality chips for so it's like buying a car you can do add-ons you get your droid for 99.99 and right. then you do the add-ons and you get more that's pretty much it nice uh or it you know it'll change the look of your droid so you know for a little bit extra you can kind of sort of have two droids doc one doc Ondor's den of antiquities mm-hmm. that also had a line but i wasn't that the store that you buy the stuff for the droids or you buy the stuff for the lightsabers the, the way that the cast member was explaining it, that's what it sounded like to me. I, I don't I don't remember the names of the stores. I'd have to bring out. Do you have Disney experience on there? Uh, the Savvy's Workshop is the actual name of the store for the lightsabers. So. Okay, so while Andrew's looking something up, um, we can talk a little bit about Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run, which we also didn't do. That's right. it, so, it sounds like we didn't do anything, but we still had a great time. Um, we just decided that we didn't have to see everything in our first trip. <clears throat> right. Me. Well, it, it was, it was as we said. There's a there was a two hour uh, wait for. Uh, yeah, the Millennium Falcon Smugglers Run had yeah. a two hour wait, and we decided that even though we had the time to do it, that we would rather just save that for another trip because. Everything was so in character and everything was so detailed that you could really look around and really experience a lot of different stuff that there was no reason for us to spend two hours just standing online. Now, a lot of people chose to do that and I'm very happy for them and I think they enjoyed it and I'm, that's their prerogative. But being that we live close enough, we just, we, typically opt not to spend our time like that we just wait until it's a you know we happen to go there and the line isn't as long or we're fortunate enough to get a fast pass for it and that's when we tend to go but we opted not to not to do that on this trip so when we first walked in i mean because it was a pass holder preview we did have to get our ids checked they did check to make sure we had a reservation they did check our id that it matched the reservation and then they let us go you know they scanned our bands and we went through and they were handing out little not really maps but kind of information on what we, what we could expect in there and even that entrance that we went through it was kind of like not a hallway well, yeah, they, they have it like, set like up. Like a so tunnel you, almost. Yeah, you kind of, you, you walk through and then you make a turn right away. So it looks kind of dark and ominous while you're, when you're walking into the land. They, I mean, they themed it really, really well. But, but it, it also really separates the 
galaxy's edge from the rest of the park right you know having exactly. that entrance like that so it's not just like you're walking and all of a sudden you're there it it's they kind of did that on purpose so you can't really see into it until you go in there right so you're walking and then wow you're in the middle of star wars oh yeah yeah, and there were two kiosks when we first walked in. So when we first walked in there, I was thinking to myself, is this going to be like Toy Story Land? Because Toy Story Land does not have any stores. Well, when you first went, well, I guess we should go back. There's there's actually two entrances into Galaxy's Edge. There's one in Toy Story Land. There's one the one that's on the... On but the other side of the park. The one in Toy Story Land is currently closed because it's a preview and because they're right. limiting how people can go in. And honestly, I anticipate that entrance is going to be closed for a while. Oh, perhaps. Because they're probably going to want to keep people right. coming through the front. Um, it'll help manage how many people are going inside of there because it can get congested as big as it is. And it is a pretty big area. Oh, yeah. yeah. But actually, before you get to those two kiosks is... You actually walk past the entrance to the the new ride that isn't open yet, which is the Rise of the Resistance, which isn't going to open until December of this year. So, yes, that's why it seemed a little bit emptier. Maybe that's why they put the kiosks over there. Right. Um, but actually, Star Wars Land, Galaxy's Edge, is the opposite of Toy Story Land. Toy Story Land just has kiosks. Right. Galaxy's Edge has lots and lots and lots and lots. Of shopping. Yeah, there's quite a bit of shopping in there. There is a lot of shopping. But the two kiosks had some shirts. They have really cool fans mm -hmm. that were very themed. We didn't purchase. It was one of the fans with the water bottle at the bottom, wasn't it? Yep. We didn't purchase one of those, but I kind of regret that because it was kind of cool. <laughs> I might get that next time. They had pins, you know, right. shirts, pins, hats at these kiosks, um, which is why when those were the first things selling merchandise that we saw, I was thinking... This is this is where they're selling all the merchandise. Right. I had no idea. We walked in further and they had the soda kiosk. And for anyone that's watching, I do have the bottles in front of me of the Diet Coke, Coke and Sprite. They are 13 ounce bottles. They are round and they don't fit very well into a water bottle or drink no. holder. No, not at all. But they are shaped like a thermal detonator. And the, if you say so. And the... Uh, well, I, I they did a, a deal with Coca Cola because it's uh, obviously not English. No, not on the front. <laughs> and uh, even the fonts are are Star Wars fonts. So, but yeah, thirteen point five ounces. Yeah, so they're not as big as the other sodas that you can buy, and they are a lot more expensive than the other sodas that you can buy. They are six dollars each. That's right. Then again, how much are those sodas now at Disney? Four fifty. Uh, yeah, four fifty or four seventy five. But you know, you get a. a 16 uh, ounce 16 ounce bottle so right and these are 13.5 ounces yeah. but they make for a great souvenir we bought them andrew drank the diet coke i drank some of the sprite and we spilled out the rest and just rinsed out the bottle so yep. we now have relatively inexpensive souvenirs from galaxy's right. edge and they also have a water bottle which i have one it's not in front of me somewhere else but uh i will give you forewarning on that i don't know if it's going to be like this by the time any of you go however the water bottle that i got the label is peeling off so i'm not sure if they like took water bottles and peeled the labels off and just glued on 
new labels? I don't think so because it's it's still Dasani water, so it's not a normal Dasani bottle. So I, I don't. Yeah, it's very unusual. I don't mm. know why, but the label doesn't want to stick to it. So right. not a big deal. We'll be back. I'll buy another bottle of water to add to, with the uh, soda bottles. Mm-hmm. So they have a whole bunch of small shops that are called. Black Spire Outpost Shops. Right. And I think both of us, well, I know my I got two shirts that say Black Spire Outpost. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you were able to find. No, I didn't. They were they were selling out quickly, so. <laughs> right. The, the men's size, mm-hmm. the, or the men's cut Black Spire shirt, they did not have any larger sizes. Right. So, and inside of the Black Spire Outposts, it, is Black Spire Outfitters, Todarian Toymaker. The Creature Stall, Jewels of Biff. Uh, and then there were, uh, I want to say there was actually another one or two, but they might not, they might not have, uh, but they might not be on that list. They were so small. And neither one of us, can you pull the pictures back? Neither one of us noticed any names on any of these stores. Right. Unless we just weren't really looking. Um, so it could be a little bit confusing. I'm hoping that they do put some names on the stores in the near future. The way yeah. I took pictures, I don't think I would have, if, if the signs were higher up, I don't, yeah, you might I wouldn't not have, have seen it anyway. We have some video that will be playing somewhere around here, but uh, I don't even remember if it, if they were on there. They might have been signs at the top. Well, that'll only Maybe. help the people that watch our video. Well, then you'll have to watch. You have to go after you listen to it. You have to go back and watch. Um, no, you don't have to watch it, but if you want to, Andrew's going to put some video behind us so right. you'll be able to see what we are looking at. I mean, each store was really neat, and they were about the size of a kiosk. Right. Each individual store was probably about the size of a kiosk. I think a little bit larger. There were a couple of small ones and a couple of little bit bigger ones. So right. you know, the small ones are probably the size of a kiosk. The bigger ones are maybe two kiosks, three kiosks, well, but. They're they're all they're not they're not actually stores that you'd walk in and and go around. The so. Black Spire Outfitters that one has if you um, if you wanted Disney bound mm-hmm. that was the one with the long jackets and the long shirts you know that yep. as opposed to like the t shirts that Andrew and I are wearing let's say Star Wars Galaxy's Edge right. these were more if you want to dress like Ray or you want to dress like Finn or you want to dress like you live on Badu mm-hmm. then you would want to go to this store because it had that high end high quality right really themed character type costuming yep. um and that was really neat because it was funny i was taking pictures and the gentleman's like if i'm in your way just tell me i'm like no it's okay i got everything i needed right. i got some good pictures of that store mm-hmm. um but they did have a lot of toy stores yep i mean it was porgs and every creature from right. the star wars star wars galaxy you can name yep they had them well not every well, they had, they, they had a lot. There's a lot of them there. I mean, that's why it was it was really like you were walking through a bazaar. Yeah. You know, it was like you went in there and it was just store after store after store. But again, it was little store after little store after little store. It well, wasn't, that's, that's the theming. Yeah. So it really did, you know, you really did feel like you were in the, the midst of it. Mm-hmm. And at the end, you know, if you walked in from the one side and you walk through those stores, um, in the middle of it was a popcorn station. Yep. I think that's the 
Cats of Cars Kettle. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure that's the popcorn station. It is. They did have um, popcorn buckets. Yep. Which vehicle was it? It was a, it's just one of the little droids that runs around in the Death Star that you can see. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. And it's funny because it's a very small popcorn bucket. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw a woman and she let us kind of examine hers. But they put a bag inside of it that can stick up so that right. you get more popcorn than what the actual popcorn container holds right. because they put the popcorn in a bag and it, they don't sell the regular popcorn it has like a it's like a spiced yeah it's a kind of a kettle corn flavored yeah it's like a flavored yeah themed one so if you like popcorn especially if you like flavored popcorn that's definitely something to look forward to and ronto roosters was counter service but Roaster, I roasters oh sorry i don't know how to spell or read <laughs> Actually, I spelt it properly. I just don't. Uh, I, I spelt it in my notes properly. I don't know how to read. Ronto Roasters was very themed because they had little animals roasting, creatures roasting uh, outside of there on a rotisserie, and the rotisserie was moving, so it looked like they were really cooking it right in front of you. But I didn't notice a lot of seating in that area. No, it was kind of. Uh, it was. It was it was smallish, but it's more of a kind of a, a grab and go kind of thing. There's there's really only going to be a few entrees. You know, there's a there's a a Ronto wrap, uh, which is uh, pork pork sausage, some sauces inside of a pita, and then some jerkies, uh, and then just some regular fountain beverages. So it's not going to really be a a big, a big thing. So. Yeah, they don't have a lot of options there. Right. <laughs> but we went to Docking Bay 7 Food and Cargo. Mm-hmm. And that actually had a pretty extensive menu for a quick service. Because I noticed like a fruit plate. Um, they had, well, for alcohol, they just had two beverages. Because you and I opted to try them. One was beer. Yeah. And one was a mixed drink. So we had just eaten prior to going into Galaxy's Edge. So we went ahead. We wanted to go inside of the restaurant to see it. So we went in and just ordered drinks just so that, you know, we weren't wasting anyone's time. Right. (laughs) And it was good because we got a chance to kind of look through our pictures and sit down and, you know, reorganize ourselves while we were in there. And that had ample seating. Oh, yeah. yeah. That had a lot of seating. The whole restaurant was very themed, you know, not just, for example, earlier in the day, we ate at Pizza Rizzo's. And, you know, that's like an Italian Mm -hmm. theme. So it's basically just looks like a restaurant with a couple of pictures on the walls, regular tables, regular chairs, regular everything. Even the chairs inside of Docking Bay 7 were themed to fit Correct. The restaurant. Right. So, I mean, don't just think, oh, the food is just like Star Wars. No, everything right. <laughs> is like Star Wars in there. And Cargo Bay 7 has has a more, has a bigger menu. Uh, so there's there's a, a pot ro- beef pot roast, uh, pork ribs, fried chicken. Uh, there's a vegetarian. Uh, there's a chicken salad, noodle salad, uh, various kids things. So... So it's a, it's uh it's a much bigger menu than 
what you would get at uh, the other one. So. And a little more expensive because the entrees start at $13, but it still is quick service. So if you're right. on the dining plan, it might be a good place to use your dining plan. Yep. Um, yeah, they all look and the ones that were coming out looked all looked really good. So. Oh yeah, everybody that was eating the food, you could see they were eating it, they were finishing it. So yeah. that, you know, I'm really glad that we got a chance to stop in there. And then if you want to go back, there was another store in the back of the land or maybe in the front of the land if you're coming from Toy Story Land that we went to and we bought we bought some stuff in there but I didn't notice those yeah, the there's name. no name on the on the map. Yeah, okay, so it's not just me. Um, so they have a, a store that's open, and I don't even know what to call that area. Well, it's over by the. It's across from the milk stand, uh, and it was kind of it was themed as a uh, Empire supplies. Uh, so they were selling to- uh, stormtrooper stuff for the kids. Uh, all the all the all the uh, clothing hat was was Empire related. So, uh, stormtrooper-ish, that kind of stuff. So, Anybody that's watching, we might have a visitor in today's episode. Our cat decided to come on the table. So, if you see a cat coming across, that's scary. Yeah. And if you're not watching, then you're missing out. Or hopefully she doesn't step on an off button. Yeah, right. Um, so, we did go into that store. Yep. Um, in general, Galaxy's Edge has a lot of visual accuracy. The vehicles are not only visually appealing, but they added a lot of sound effects to things. So you really feel like you're in the middle of Badoo. Yep. The cast members all stayed in character. And they wouldn't say $10.60. I'm not going to repeat how they said it. Right. But... They, they're not going to tell you, oh, it costs $10.60. They're going to word it in another way. You're going to yep. know how much it is, but they're not going to word it that way. Right. There were lots of roaming characters. Yep. We saw Ray, Finn, Chewie, Kylo Ren, some captains, some stormtroopers, and they will get interactive with the guests. Yep. Which is really nice yeah. that, you know, you could and, have fun with them. And other than uh, Chewie, because he's in a costume, he has, he has a, you know, another cast member as a handler. Um, but the, the other characters, I, as they're walking by, you can ask him to take a picture with you or, well, well, probably not with stormtroopers, but. No, I did for Ray was walking by, I said, oh, can you take a picture? And you were actually videoing and you're right. like, well, I'm videoing. So I said to her. I made a comment. I don't know if it'll come up in the audio, if you'll be able to hear her response to me, but it, she was very good, very in character, and that was really nice. Yep. And also, there are lots of PhotoPass opportunities there. I mean, of course, there's lots of places to take pictures because it is so visually appealing. That's right. But they did have, basically, every PhotoPass stop had two PhotoPass photographers. Pretty much. All the, all the really popular ones are in front of the Millennium Falcon. There's like two or three photo pass stops in front of the millennium falcon right. from different angles right uh i probably walked into a front into a bunch of photos so if i did i apologize <laughs> yeah you don't even realize it because it's they weren't like blocking yeah. the way or anything i mean right. it, it was very they were prepared for that very well i mean the only thing that they didn't seem too prepared for were the lightsabers 
because the cast members that were handling it weren't really told this is what you need to do. If they have a reservation, you're good. If they don't have a reservation, this is how you're going to handle it. And it wasn't the cast member's fault. It was just a a training issue. But I think that's why they do the previews. Yeah, soft openings. You know, it's it's, less to work out the bugs. Yeah. So I'm sure that by the time a lot of people get there, that the kink will be worked out. And they were all very pleasant. It wasn't a problem. It wasn't an issue. So we're really excited to go back so that we can ride the Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run so that we can go into Ogus Cantina so that we can experience the things that we didn't experience this time. There's plenty to look at. And if you like shopping as we enjoy doing, then you will definitely enjoy (laughs) Galaxy's Edge. There's a lot. So on that note, as per usual, it's dinner time for me. It is. And I'm hungry. Yep. So I'm going to head out of here. But before I do, we shall say thank you for listening. And or thank you for watching. And again, you can find us to grownups and a mouse everywhere, social media, or to grownupsandamouse.com is our website. Please rate, review, comment. We'd love to hear from you. And on that note, I will say good night. Or good morning. Or good afternoon. Good evening. Or just goodbye. Okay. Carrie says bye. I don't think she's going to say bye. Well, she's thinking it. Well, bye. Bye. (laughs)